Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. Eight cylinders of foreign car stomping power, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. A Medicare podcast that celebrates the five civilized tribes of Oklahoma. Ignoring red left turn arrows, it's Medicare expert Doug Jones. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another exciting and thrill-packed episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. If my Canadian nephew, Drew McMillan, told you who I was, he probably said that I was Doug Jones. So let's just go with that, shall we? I am your Medicare expert for today, and I will be leading you from the uh, the fear of Medicare through the portal's into the land of Medicare bliss and milk and honey. And I do that uh, by offering you the opportunity to purchase my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. It is uh, the uh, be-all and end-all of simplified Medicare explanations. It's one of these books that has a boring-sounding title. When you pick it up, you think, oh, this is going to be a real waste of my time. It's going to be academic. It's going to be full of big words that I won't be able to pronounce. In reality, you'd be pleasantly surprised. If those are your thoughts, buy a copy of Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023 and uh, sit down with a cocktail you will skim through that book in record time, and at the end of that period, you will be a Medicare expert just like I am. You won't know everything. I couldn't divulge all of my secrets, but I have laid out most of the important Medicare information that one will need when they encounter Medicare. And the only missing ingredient you're going to have is uh, you're going to need me or some other insurance agent to help you buy the Medicare plans that will fill out and and fully complete your protection under Medicare, your protection against expensive medical expenses. And so, therefore, I suggest that you go to barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com and look for the Kindle version of the book, which is very, very inexpensively priced. You can find the Audible version of the book in which you don't even have to turn pages or do anything other than listen with your eyes closed as the knowledge washes over your brain. The workhorse of the whole uh, book, uh, uh, the uh, editions of the book is the the uh, paperback, and that's a reasonably priced $8. Amazon has uh, increased the rates to the extent that I'm losing money on every book I sell. So next year's edition is going to be somewhat more expensive. And then finally, of course, we have the museum quality hardcover Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. It has the colorful editions, the durable, hard, and beautiful cover, and uh, 
if you want to spend a couple of bucks on a keepsake uh, that is a book for the ages, then I suggest that you spend it on Medicare for the Lazy Man, the hardcover edition. So I am uh, also suggesting that we say hello to our engineer and our podcast uh, coordinator, Randy Carson. He is uh, joining us for today. Actually, uh, he doesn't like me to tie in our episodes to the day of the week or the day of the year, but it is the day after Thanksgiving, and he and I are both suffering the effects of L-tryptophan overdose. Uh, at least I, I know that's what happened with me. I'm I'm almost comatose, and Randy at least is displaying a little bit of energy. So good morning, Randy. Good morning, Mr. Jones. I assume you have, well, given the fact that we've been talking about the massive dose of tryptophan you took yesterday, I assume you had a great turkey day. I had a great turkey day. I didn't have to go far to enjoy it, just across the street to our neighbors. But uh, Mary spent most of the day cooking her portion of the meal. The neighbor lady spent most of the day cooking her portion of the meal. Their grandson, who goes to some aviation college in, that's not Wickenburg, uh, Prescott. He's a, do you know the school? It's a, apparently a prestigious aviation university. In- mm, well, I don't, I the what I'm thinking of is not the one in Prescott, but in Flag. There, I didn't know there was one there. There, well, the one I'm aware of is an there's an aviation university up in Flag. Okay, uh, I I was not aware of one in Prescott. Well, this um, this school is apparently highly thought of, and the kid already has his uh, pilot's license. So he and Roy, who is uh, has been a guest on this podcast, Roy and uh, the the son, they're the grandson. Uh, spent a lot of time talking about their aviation training. Roy has a lot of experience, less formal training, and this grandson is taking formal training right now at a university-level uh, series of courses. And so they had a lot to talk about. It was yeah. um, it was interesting to watch. Roy comes by it in kind of a um, uh, in a uh, by virtue of his um, genetic <laughs> history, I guess, because his father was a bomber pilot in World War II, and um, I guess he took his training in the United States and then flew uh, B twenty six bombers. I guess there, there had to have been a squadron of them that flew to. Italy to Sardinia. He was based in Sardinia. So it, it sounds a little bit like catch 22, because I believe those people were based in uh, uh, somewhere near Italy. And um, he uh, did something like uh, 75 missions or sorties. Uh, so anyway, his father, Roy's father was, um, uh, you know, definitely interested in aviation. And uh, this young man who's the student, his whole family pretty much was pilots uh, at one time or another. So I'm wondering if there isn't some sort of genetic predisposition that people can be born with. Yeah, they like they like being high. Mm. Okay, well, that could apply to a lot of other people, too. <laughs> California is full of people living on the streets that like to be and, high. And they aren't even pilots. No, oh, they're not. Okay. They don't. They don't do anything constructive at all that I can tell. So I've got some interesting questions for you today. You know, I'm one of my jobs, folks, on the, on the podcast is to dream up ways to stump Doug. Oh, and boy, and, he's a master at it, too, I'll tell and you. It, and it's called Stump the Medicare Expert. I don't think this is going to be really all that difficult today, but I, I noticed some very interesting uh, coincidence. It's a coincidence, but bottom line is I didn't know this. 
So as you know, yesterday, we, we've already divulged that this is the day after Turkey Day. Yes, yes. Okay, so what? there's three other things that were critically important that happened on Turkey Day, the date, not the okay. day, because Turkey Day moves around. But so those yeah. cr- three other things, critical things that happened on November 23rd, not the same year, but on the same month and day, and if you guess two out of the three, you'll win the prize. Well, I believe that one of those things might have been the stock market crash in 1929. <laughs> oh, boy. How many more guesses do I have? Uh, November 23rd. Well, that wasn't Armistice Day. That was November 11th. Um, boy, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, was it um, the first yeah, uh, the people talk about the Beatles being on the Ed Sullivan show as if nobody ever heard of the Beatles before uh, that that appearance. But in reality, the Beatles became very well known. Oh, okay. The Beatles became very well known the prior fall because their success in England sort of slopped over into the United States. But I just now realized what the first answer should have been. And so I'm going to leave the Beatles alone for now and go to John F. Kennedy. And I believe the 23rd of November was his assassination date. Is that correct? Uh, 22nd. Oh, so you, crap. You, so I'm still wrong. <laughs> you're still wrong. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you a little bit of a short story about that after we get done stumping right. Doug. Well, I think you've successfully completed your <laughs> stumping of me. <laughs> the stumpage is done. Well, I don't think the Beatles, now that I think about it, uh, I don't think anybody would pick one day that the Beatles first became known in, in yeah. uh, the United States. So You're right. I'm frankly, uh, was this, let me ask you a few questions. Was this, or were any of these events occurring while you and I were alive or were they all like prehistoric? No, no, they they all, all happened while we were, well, okay. Two of the three happened while we were alive and I'm going to give you some hints. Okay. All of these three of all of these three events are related to people that were born on November twenty third. Okay, so the things that made them well known may or may not have occurred on November twenty third, but they were all born on November twenty third. Yes, yes. That's the dumbest goddamn thing I ever heard of in my life. How do you expect <laughs> me to do? That? Jeez. Well, it's this- one thing to stump me; it's another thing to make my brain explode. <laughs> okay. I'll- I'm going to go through the list, and I'm going to leave the certainly not the best for last, but the most notable one for last. Okay. All right. I can't wait. Okay. Okay. So November 23rd, there was a very important person in your life born on November 23rd. In my life? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, jeez. Uh, I was that the guy who picked my lottery number out of the? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, okay. No. He's a me- he's a member of the podcast. He's a oh. member of the podcast team. Could it be Randall L. Carson? Uh, yes, that is one of them. But there's another <laughs> one. There's another okay. person born on November 23rd that is a member of the podcast. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to try Margaret Carson, who uh, is the only other member of the podcast team that I know of. Your nephew Drew. Oh my God! How in the heck would you have known that? I know all. Well, now you've got me upset because my my uh, sister kind of was angling like, so what's new, uh, you know, up in Canada? The, uh, it's a text message I got, and she said uh, she talked about our brother who died 
on November 27th, uh, 2014. And so she never mentioned Drew's birthday. If I overlook Drew's birthday, then I'm in trouble. I feel well, you can you can make up for it because they work on a different time zone up in Canada. So it may still it still may be to November. (laughs) He hasn't opened his birthday presents yet. Okay, so here you go. Here's the big one. And knowing who else shares uh, my birthday and Drew's birthday, this explains totally the reason we are the way we are. All righty. Billy the Kid was born on November 23rd. No kidding. Well, you know, he lied about everything in his life. I'm, I would be shocked if he told the truth about his date of birth. I would too, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Well, sure it does. Now tell me, let's go back to Drew. How did you know what Drew's birthday was? It's on his Facebook. Okay. So you're snooping around my family uh, records. <laughs> I am. Okay. Well, we're, I, we're actually I owe Facebook. somebody an apology. We're big Facebook friends. You didn't know that, did you? I did not know that. And uh, frankly, I wish Drew were uh, uh, taking a more active role in our podcast efforts, but he's just the announcer at the beginning of each episode. And, I know. and then, he, then he goes back to being a CPA. We need to expand his role. Well, I think that would be an ideal situation. He'd probably want to see some cash money for that. Well, yeah, there's that. But, you know, my I still think of him as being, you know, the the, the nickname I gave him. Uh, tell me again. CPA, Canadian Party Animal. Oh, yeah. There you go. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, Drew is a highly uh, effective and highly intelligent uh, Canadian uh, TV news guy at one point uh, and uh, actor. No, probably not. But he is a, uh, a Canadian party animal. So Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's a, a skill they've honed. He and his, I know, his family. I know, and it, it's probably he's probably seen a Molson beer or two in his life. Oh, I would say several. Yes, absolutely. But he's maintained his uh, slim physique in spite of that. Well, that's good. That's good. So anyway, that that was my stump, the insurance expert today. Boy, Boy you made that one very difficult, but I'm I'm glad to have it drummed into my head because I have to apologize to Drew for forgetting his birthday. Uh, my nephew should not go unnoticed on uh, important no. days in his life. No, no, not at all. Well, anyway, it's probably still the 23rd in Canada, so you got time. So anyway. Time, time moves slower up there. It does, as many other things move slower when it's 40 below zero. But anyway, mm-hmm. long story short, I'm going to go ahead and think we not we probably ought to do some uh, real work here. All righty, let's and, do uh, that. Let's go ahead and get started on some Medicare stuff, and I'm really looking forward to it because – I see some really good information for content on our first script. Well, I hope I can make it interesting. Uh, The first thing I'm going to do is do a little damage control. Our buddy Steve from Texas wrote me a short note, and he indicated that I said something that I don't recall saying during a previous podcast, and so I want to make a correction or a clarification here. Steve said, on your latest podcast, you told someone that if they wanted to switch from Medicare Advantage to a Medicare supplement, which is the plan that I encourage all Medicare participants to buy for themselves, they would have to re-enroll in parts A and B. In other words, if they had a Medicare Advantage plan less than a year, they have a a right, um, a guaranteed issue right to switch 
from the Medicare Advantage plan that they've had less than a year to a Medicare supplement plan. They won't have to answer any health questions. It's assumed that if they enrolled in that Medicare Advantage plan and they want to get out of it before one year is up, that the plan is not serving them well. And the federal government in its uh, largesse has uh, allowed people to get out of Medicare Advantage within that first 12 months that you accidentally made the mistake of enrolling in it. So Steve goes on to say, you said that if they move from Medicare Advantage plan to a supplement, they would have to re-enroll in parts A and B of Medicare. Previously, you said that when you have Medicare Advantage, you need to be enrolled in parts A and B. Why would you need to re-enroll in them when switching? <clears throat> Thanks and happy T-Day. That's our buddy Steve in Texas. And I don't know whether Steve wasn't listening carefully or whether I, Marble Mouth Jones, um, confused him by being unclear. But I said to Steve, all of the situations I have seen involve an automatic re-enrollment into parts A and B, such as when a Medicare Advantage plan comes to an end, as what happened with the one Medicare Advantage plan I don't hate, the Medicare MSA. That's coming to an end at the end of this year. And I told Steve, I didn't mean to imply that somebody would have to take action like filling out application forms to re-enroll in Medicare Parts A and B. So I always say that Medicare Advantage plans replace Medicare Parts A and B, but maybe it's more accurate for me to say that Medicare actually is kind of dormant during the time that somebody is covered by a Medicare Advantage plan. Uh, it is... Um, waiting there in the wings, and if somebody loses their Medicare Advantage coverage, whether it's their fault or uh, in, in the case of the Medicare MSA, if the plan is withdrawn from sale and it's taken away from everybody who had it, uh, then it's not their fault. So they could have uh, done a number of things to cause that Medicare Advantage plan to go away, or they could have actually lost it through no fault of their own. But either way, the re-enrollment in Medicare real Medicare, original Medicare, parts A and B, is an automatic process that occurs when somebody loses their Medicare Advantage plan. So I apologize, Steve, if I confused you, or you owe me an apology if you misread my perfectly clear explanation of what happens. So either way, it's nice to have you out there uh, making sure that I don't screw up and uh, calling me out on the uh, things that may have been uh, unclear to the listening audience. So uh, here's the next little item I thought we would address. And since we're talking about Medicare Advantage plans, it occurred to me that we only slam Medicare Advantage plans because they deserve to be slammed, but we've never really done much educating about what Medicare Advantage plans are. So I ran across an article that says making sense of Medicare Advantage plans. Now, this article is written from the perspective of somebody who is a fan of Medicare Advantage plans. So I'm going to take a little editorial license uh, periodically as I read this article. But basically, it's about the various components of Medicare Advantage plans and what they're all about. So this article starts out, original Medicare consists of two parts, part A, which is for hospital inpatient coverage, and part B, which is for anything that happens to you outside of the hospital, doctor's office visits, testing, um, emergency room treatment, any number of things can happen outside of your inpatient 
hospital or nursing home stay. So Part B handles almost all of the Medicare activity or the pays the medical bills that you're most likely to have. And that's why they charge a premium for it. And that's why people are very careful about when they start their Part B of Medicare. However, having original Medicare alone may leave you with significant out-of-pocket expenses as it was never intended to cover all your medical costs. Fortunately, one way to offset your medical expenses is through a Medicare Advantage plan. And Randy just grabbed his heart. Oh, I think he's having a grabber. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is not going to be smooth sailing for Medicare Advantage uh, fans, I'll tell you that. Medicare Advantage plans are also referred to as Part C of Medicare. And these are Medicare health plans that provide... Oh, Randy has a question. Or a statement, an editorial comment, perhaps. You're, you do remember, and I, I'm hoping the people on the podcast remember why it's called Part C. Yes, but I'm trying to be uh, magnanimous today. So why don't you fill us in on that? You you be magnanimous. I'll be the other guy. All right, you be the other guy. It's it's Part C because it stands for Metacrap. Okay. Yes. I, okay, I got that off my I got that off my chest. I'm I'm glad. Take a deep breath now and, and listen again because this is educational. This is not editorial. But I thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that. So Medicare Advantage plans um, kind of replace Medicare, but as we said a few minutes ago, you will still have your original Medicare in the background. It's kind of laying dormant while you're. Uh, insured by a Medicare Advantage plan, and uh, you must continue to pay your Part B premium, which is $174 next year, 2024. But you will only use your Advantage plan when receiving hospital or medical services. That means you'll use it for everything. I don't know why this article says you'll only use your Advantage plan when you receive hospital or medical services. That's all you're going to use it for. Uh, additionally, Advantage plan premiums start out at $0 per month, but vary from carrier to carrier. Some Advantage plans may even offer a benefit that lowers your Part B premium. That's one way they entice people. They say, okay, since you have to pay your Part B premium, we're going to take some of the taxpayer funds that finance the operation of a Medicare Advantage plan. We're going to give them back to you. And that's a marketing ploy because they want people to sign up for their plan and they lure them in by saying, we're going to pay part of your part B premium cost that's taken out of your social security check. These plans operate off a network like HMOs or PPOs. Medicare Advantage plans are all going to be either HMOs or PPOs. You will have a network of doctors to choose from. If your doctor is not in the network, you may have to pay a higher copay with a PPO in order to see somebody that's not in the network, or uh, you'll have to pay 100% of the charges. If you go to, see, if you have an HMO plan and you go to see a doctor that is not in the HMO network, uh, unless it's an emergency, that's the only exception that I can think of. Moreover, you may have a deductible for your uh, health costs after which you will have a set copay or coinsurance on healthcare services. All plans have an annual cap called a maximum out of pocket. And they shorten that to mean MOOP or to say MOOP. So it's M-O-O-P, maximum out of pocket. The MOOP is the most you will pay for copays, coinsurance, and other costs for medical services for the year. 
Some services, such as prescription, co-pays, dental, and vision, do not apply. When it comes to prescription coverage, a separate deductible may apply for prescription drugs. There are co-pays, co-insurances, that's, a, that's not really a word, co-insurances, for covered drugs and a network of pharmacies to choose from. You can't just walk into any pharmacy. You have to follow the same kind of um, methodology that you do when seeking out a doctor. Uh, you have to stay within the network in order for your your uh, the pharmacy benefit built into your plan to work properly. Aside from the hospital medical prescription coverage, including these plans, they may also offer additional benefits not covered by Medicare, like routine dental and vision and hearing. More on that later. These additional benefits may be included at no additional cost to the plan, and they may have an option to add it on as an optional supplemental benefit for additional premium. Lastly, to enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan, you must be enrolled in original Medicare and live in the planned service area. There are certain times of the year when you may enroll in or change your Advantage plan, one of them being the annual enrollment period. That's the period we're in right now, AEP. Um, I was always taught it was the annual election period. That started October 15th and ends on December 7th. This is the time of year when if you've got a Medicare Advantage plan, you're sick of it because of the various shortcomings that may have disappointed you. You can enroll in a different Medicare Advantage plan. You can enroll in 10 of them, but your last completed application will be the one that uh, that uh, is your coverage for the following year. In addition to annual election period, there is the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, uh, which runs from January 1st to March 31st of each year. And when you have the uh, Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, you can dump your crappy Medicare Advantage plan, and then you will return to original Medicare. But you will have to apply for a Medicare supplement to complete your protection under Medicare. And you'll have to fill out a health questionnaire in most cases in order to qualify. Uh, otherwise, that company that you apply to probably won't accept your application. So it's uh, this is a move to be considered very carefully. Um, otherwise, you might have a special election period to pick up these plans. Like when you leave your employer's plan if you retire and leave the employer's plan, you're going to have a special election period in which you can get a Medicare supplement without having to worry about your health history. Since each Medicare Advantage plan has a different provider network set, co-pays, insurances, which is again is not a word, premiums, etc., it can be difficult to choose the right that meets your needs. I think what they meant to say was it can be difficult to choose the right plan that meets your needs. Um, I have to tell you that uh, your needs are not really a factor here. They try to tell you these Medicare Advantage leeches that try to sell you these plans because the commissions are so high. Always talk about your needs. The um, client's needs are paramount. And so you can't, they say you can't ignore Medicare Advantage plans and only concentrate on Medicare supplement plans because everybody has different needs. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody needs to have their medical expenses paid for by their insurance plan. And if the Medicare Advantage plan is going to be typical of most Medicare Advantage plans, it's not going to fit anybody's needs. 
and only a Medicare supplement will be able to do that effectively. So then the article says below, we've included a chart showing how some plan benefits can vary across companies. And they have these companies labeled as company one, company two, company three, and company four. And uh, side by side are the various uh, benefits that these four different Medicare Advantage plans can offer. And they start with a monthly premium, company $5. Medicare or medical deductible, if, if they're paying medical bills for you, what is the deductible? They're going to make you pay. Uh, the first plan is $100 if you're in network, but you have to pay the first $200 out of network. Plan two, you're going to pay $100 if you're in network. You're going to pay $500 if you're out of network. Number three is $150 in, $200 out. And uh, number four is about the same. Out-of-pocket maximum. Remember the MOOP, the maximum out-of-pocket? Well, this is where the rubber meets the road. Plan one, if you're in the network for your medical treatment, if you go to the doctors and hospitals and the list of providers that they give you for their network, that the Medicare Advantage plan, you have a limited liability out of pocket before the plan pays 100% of $6,700. Now, a lot of people are told that high deductible Medicare uh, supplement plans are frighteningly um, risky to take because you could wind up paying something like $2,800 out of pocket if you have some medical claims. But that's not true. In this situation, Medicare Advantage is always riskier. $6,700, even if you're in the network, following the instructions that the plan sets forth. If you're out of the network, if you're going to, let's say you've got some kind of cancer and you want to go to one of the major cancer hospitals or one of the major facilities that treats things like that, let's say MD Anderson in Houston, or let's say um, one of the Mayo Clinics, your out-of-pocket maximum for going out of the network of your Medicare Advantage plan would be $10,000 per year. Now, that's the first company. The second plan is $5,000 in the network and $10,000 out of the network. The third plan is 6700 and 10,000. The fourth plan, 6,700 and $10. So in network, it's a somewhat smaller amount, but you're still, they're still reaching into your pocket for expenses that are not covered by the plan. Keep that in mind when you think about Medicare Advantage plans being a good deal. A Medicare Advantage plan is going to kick in when you get sick. It's going to be wonderful when you're not sick, but if something bad happens to you, an accident or an illness, uh, you're going to have medical expenses that come out of your pocket that far exceed any sort of a high deductible Medicare supplement plan. Um, is my personal care physician in the network? Well, in this situation, they have a Dr. Smith, and they say, is he in this network? or the, Of these four companies, he's in two networks. He is not in network for the other two companies. Dental benefit. Uh, is there a dental benefit? Yes, there is for one company, and the dental benefit allowance is $1,000 per year. Now, remember that there is a dental network. Who in the dental profession is going to give big discounts to join a network so that they can get more seats into their dental chairs? Well, that's going to be a dentist who is not well-established, perhaps not experienced 
Um, the dentist you're going to find in a dental network may not be the best dentists around. Um, so company two, no dental benefit uh, uh, included. Company number three has an allowance of $500 a year. Company four has an allowance of $1,000 a year for dental work. Um, and they all have dental network uh, regulations. Eyewear benefit. Uh, company one, yes, $125 every year. Number two, $100 every year. Number three, no eyewear benefit. And number four, $150 every year. Hearing aid benefit? Uh, yes, $0 for a basic hearing aid. My hearing impaired friends tell me that you don't get much for uh, $0. Uh, company two, $10 for a basic hearing aid. Company number three, no benefit. And company number four, $0 for basic hearing aid. Allowance for over-the-counter items. This, these are things that are not prescriptions. And uh, yes, $50 every three months for over-the-counter items. I suppose they're like, those are like Band-Aids and aspirin and stuff. I, I don't really know what the list would entail. Toothpaste, maybe? Uh, $50 every three months is uh, company number four. And the final category here that they compared, uh, notes. Uh, silver sneakers is included in one of them. No preferred pharmacy in the area. They were comparing these plans for somebody in a certain area of the country. Number three includes acupuncture. If acupuncture benefit is important to you, then plan number three would be the one for you to choose. And plan number four in this uh, series of comparisons includes chiropractic services. I'm not a big fan of either acupuncture or chiropractic, but I will say that it's interesting to see a side-by-side -side comparison. Uh, this kind of comparison is completely unnecessary in the world of Medicare supplement plans because they cover what Medicare does. And Medicare covers these things that are medically necessary. So it's a much simpler uh, method of uh, comparing one plan to another. Much, much simpler. Randy, I just see that the uh, by the old clock on the wall that I have yacked away all of our time, all of our post-Thanksgiving uh, time is gone. It is. It is. We are absolutely correct, but I have time to go ahead and land the plane safely. Oh yes, you do. We uh, we have used up our seventy five cents, but I didn't. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I, I save a little back just in the times where we have to, you know, get to the airport on a wing and a prayer. Well, I, that's good. I feel better now. It's like when my wife used to save money without telling me, and all of a sudden, if we needed something like a Corvette or you know car parts or something. Yeah, there was a little slush fund that she could draw upon. Oh, I absolutely. I totally, I totally understand that. Well, folks, you know, we really need to land the plane. So, but there's a few things, as you know, if you've listened to us before, that I always like to take care of before we sign off. Doug loves to hear from you. And the way you reach out to Doug is by emailing him at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Don't forget, Doug is a nationwide licensed agent to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out at MedicareForTheLazyMan.com. If you could find a place to drop a few reviews for us, that would be awesome as we're closing in on the end of the year. Ratings and numbers are good for us, and we really appreciate it. Last but certainly not least, thank you for joining us. You could have been a lot of different places. 
Maybe you're sleeping. Maybe you're having a tryptophan coma. We don't know. <laughs> but long story short is we really appreciate you joining us because we could have been, uh, you know, not having any audience. And that's just no fun. That is absolutely no fun. And if you haven't kept track on your watch, you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma. No more. He's camped out in the high mountain altitudes behind Cave Creek, Arizona. And I'm going to take a break on him today because it's just the day after Thanksgiving. I'm going to put his Fortress of Solitude at an altitude of 6,225 feet. Mm-mm. Well, that's a wonderful altitude, and you are a wonderful audience, ladies and gentlemen. Come on back for our next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>